Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Episode of Hypecast! New Year Hypecast! Woo! 2023! Um, it's got a three! It's, yeah. Uh, it's the, what the fuck, how do we introduce the show? It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. <laughs> I forgot too. I'm your co-host, David Bell. Oh, I'm, oh shit, I'm supposed to talk. Uh, I'm here. I'm Abe, the guest. Abe! Oh, quick draw, Abe! First, first guest... First hype guest of 2023. Hype guest! Save the How first you guys feeling for the this best. year? Yeah, you know. Dave, uh, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be my year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, there's a... Uh, Things are whoo. going great for me right now. <laughs> Woo! Hype! Here's what I'll say. Is three, I think, is a fantastic number alone. I think when it ends <laughs> other numbers... I don't know why it really bothers me. Is this like some that, that's a, We weren't talking about the actual a, aesthetic that, of the number. That's a were we? strange thing to say, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Weird, I, I don't know how else to put it. Mm-hmm. Like 2022, that feels so. Like you're o- right. You're okay with three, but like 13, nope. Yeah, yeah. Well, 13's an exception, I'd say, Michael because that's Jordan, like everybody unluckiest of the sportsmen. Yeah, everybody likes the number 13. But I think that was chosen as an unlucky number for the reason I'm saying. And this isn't about odd numbers. Don't don't fucking I think, think it, it's about oh, odd numbers. numbers. I would a, never, Dave. A three kind of looks like like it's trying to eat the number next to it. That's true. Yeah. Like, nom, nom, it nom. feels incomplete. <laughs> or it looks like an ass. It looks like a ass. It looks like ass. my ass. Yes. And it should be shitting something out. And there's nothing it's, next it's to it shitting for up, it to shit it's out. Shitting, oh, right? that's true. It could be inversely shitting. I mean, you don't yeah. have to think of an ass shitty. It, it could it be. Fr- it could be to. front shit, like it's front shitting out. The the thirteen would front be poop, yeah. fr- front mm-hmm. pooping a one. At, oh, you know. the one is to be pooped. Yes, it's the pre. Right. Yeah, it's cooking up. That's right. That's why it's unlucky. I'm glad we figured this out. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, because number one means you. Like I'm number one. And it's going to shit out number one. That's why 13 is unlucky. Yeah, that's why you don't trust oh. it. You can't trust it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any more sense to me. Mm, it's no, not, yeah. That's, that's just science. This is all nonsense. That's just science. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, I guess I'm Speaking a science of... desi- denier. So. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, happy Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, oh, when yeah. this comes out. If you, oh, if yeah. you celebrate, if you observe. Yeah. 
it's almost like we planned that and yet we i we, we did we absolutely didn't no <laughs> Nice. But this is, in fact, the day of Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. It's his birthday? It's his birthday. All hail Voorhees. <laughs> All day long. Yes. In his name, amen. Mm-hmm. Um, keep him in your heart. <laughs> keep him in deep, your... deep in there. In yeah. your black, black heart. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Uh, so, a couple things. Yeah. New year. Mm-hmm. We, we've been uh, we've been gone for a little bit, so we have too many trailers. This is going to be all trailers. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an uh, oops all trailers episode. Yeah, so we'll take breaks for, to list producers, but uh, it'll be just going through trailers. Um, oh, also, and there there's so many. Do we want to do we want to do the thing where we have all Abers do his plugs up top? <clears throat> yeah hey give us some plugs up top oh yeah up top and i'll make it quick because we got trailers to talk about we do i'm yeah. abe epperson again i'm your guest and if you uh, like what you're about to hear in the next hour or so you can find me over at uh, patreon.com slash small beans we have many podcasts very much like this network that you're listening to right now we're awesome and we're also making a movie called papa bear uh, so you should look into that and see if it's something you might be, uh, interested in getting involved in because we need people to help us. We need your help. Anyway, that's like it. grips, grips and camera people. Yeah, yeah. And money. I mean, money is the best, right? The money, mm-hmm. the yeah. money part. Ideally, yeah, if you're money gripping part. money, that's the kind of grip. Then I, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody you. check it out. Uh, if you haven't already, and if you're extremely rich, please give them your money. Yeah. yeah. Talk to us. We'll talk yeah. to you. It'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, one other order of business. So we're going to go into the, some Hypecast producers uh, through our Patreon. They are now alphabetized because I created a nifty Ooh. new way of sorting them for my sake. Uh, that's the end of this statement. <laughs> we don't really there's, need to go into yeah. it besides that uh, there's just oh, oh there's just so as, gosh darn many of you and we're, we're so grateful yeah and as always whenever i reorganize um if you notice your name's missing uh give, give us a give us a message um because it was just an honest mistake if you're on if you're in this tier and your name's missing because i had to reorganize everything so you know when you do a little house cleaning sometimes you drop a human and and Along the way. Sometimes you lose a person under the daybed. Exactly. So let us begin. Yeah. Hype. Uh, Activate. And since it's alphabetical, we begin with our symbols. Big thank you to at nerd numbers. Did you know that was an at symbol this whole time, folks? Uh, Big thank you to Zero Charisma. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you so much. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Howe, Deck the Halls with Blood. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven, Rest in Peace, Michaela. You were the best of us. Thank you. Th- thank you to Barry Two Math Says, Scott never died, and Scott jokes are lazy Gen X nonsense. Pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up, uh, pick it up. Yes. How many skankers does it take to screw in a light bulb? All right, anyway. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. And thank you to Bootler Boodleson. Thank, thank you, you very much. Uh, let me cruise in here. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. Thank That's you true. to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Killy Tits. Uh, thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Davey the Ghost of East Las Vegas Francis. 
Thank you. Thank you to David the Knife Boot before Christmas. Vincent. Thank you. All right. <laughs> and as always, if you want to get rid of your holiday names, you're going to have to make me. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, it's not going to happen. All right. Trailers. Oh, my God. So we many are trailers. so behind. Yeah, we've been gone for like six weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, because our first trailer that we need to talk about is for Cocaine Bear. Ooh, Cocaine it's... Bear. Yep. The bear on cocaine movie. It is a bear on cocaine. It's yeah. it's Ray Liotta's final film, I believe. <laughs> As it should be. <clears throat> yeah. He it's, is it's extremely, he is a cocaine he bear. He was a cocaine bear. Yes. Yeah. For all we know, it's like Goodfellas and this, and that's how yeah. he'll be remembered. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I have like a natural aversion to movies that feel like they want to be a meme. It's just a meme, uh, yeah. This is very snakes on a plane. Yeah. Yeah, that said, I, I I didn't mind snakes on a plane. Not like I I didn't hate it when it actually came out. This hype around it was irritating, and so like, I guess what I'm saying is that this is a B movie. It's always a B movie, or it, it always was the type of movie that would have existed. Right. I would argue since the 70s, uh, we would make a movie like this. It is nice to see like Ray Liotta, still do. like to see big actors participating in a B movie. Uh, d- that feels new to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Am I wrong? I mean, they've always that's always kind of been a thing. And that's uh, it's Elizabeth Banks, right? She's directing it, yeah. And then so it's got a bunch of she's people. She's got in some it. pull for you know people want to be a part of the thing. Uh, yeah. So that's probably and therefore also budget. Uh, so there's a lot of reasons why if she wanted to, she could, and she did. <laughs> yeah. There, I. I, I don't want to hog the conversation here. I did see potential in this film, but mm-hmm. like the trailer kind of hurt it. Like the part where they're both trapped in a, up a tree, that seemed like oh, it could yeah. have been genuinely a tense moment. And then they like Show you reveal me. what happens in a comedic beat. Yeah, and it's I was a bad like, trailer. well, fuck. Yeah, it, yeah, it's got tra- traileritis. You know, like the standard show too much kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Plus, it doesn't help that the two jokes that it appears in our marketing that they're going for and only hit or is look at that bear on cocaine. He's so amped right now. And number two, look at that bear on cocaine. Ah, he's, he's tuckered out. Right. Uh, Those are the only two jokes that exist in the timeline. I'm hoping there's other things because that will get tired pretty quick to me. I want to see the bear put on like sunglasses and a pastel suit or something like it's write a screenplay yeah i don't mind the idea (laughs) of this movie and i don't mind the movie just you know being up front about it like calling it cocaine bear and just kind of going for it but this trailer did nothing for me (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it's a real shame because i think what it is is obviously there'll be comedy in this but i kind of wish it wasn't it didn't feel completely like a comedy like that that tree part really stood out because i was like that could have been a genuine like annihilation style tense fucking moment mm-hmm. in a movie like bears are scary and cute and you can have fun with that but this felt like it was leaning heavily on comedy and i like at least in the trailer didn't present itself of having like well that's range. any actual tension that i kind of i kind of think they could have gotten from this while still maintaining a comedy I mean, what movie do you want to watch, I guess, is the question. Because to yeah. me, Tom has a good angle. You have a good angle. We're all kind of defining the things we don't want as, like, what the other thing is. Like, if it's a meme movie, you go full meme. 
uh, right. and he's writing his screenplay or producing Weekend of Bernie's or something, or you go the other <laughs> way and it's like a very terrifying bear <laughs> right. on cocaine the at bear, times. The bear just becomes think, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Just writes the West Wing been... for two weeks and then comes back, goes back to the woods, <laughs> just like Sorkin. Uh, I guess I'm. that's what I'm saying is I almost wish this was more... Um, it took itself seriously with the knowledge that we would laugh at it. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that would have actually been the better choice uh, than like, hey, what's, we're in on the joke. And it's like, no shit, you're in on the what's joke. What's a movie that does that, though? What's a movie that like takes the unhinged with pill? Russell Crowe? Yeah. OK, there we go. <laughs> what? No, no, it's a no, it's a it's a great answer. I'm. It's more that you have an answer. That's yeah. important to me. I don't need to agree with your answer. I just think that everyone, when they d- determine whether or not they want this movie and you go and watch it and you're like, that, that's a down, like I didn't, like if you didn't like it, I think it comes, it stems out of like, what movie do you actually want and did it deliver? Uh, right. We all need to ask ourselves that question when it comes to snakes on a plane, because otherwise yeah. it can just turn into marketing a hilarious joke it is your movie now. And that mm-hmm. doesn't right. seem like a good idea to also, me, but I could be wrong. Yeah, a different question is what movie makes the money? Because, true. First of all, I would watch Unhinged if they replaced Russell Crowe with a bear mm-hmm. uh, easily, and it wouldn't be that hard to rewrite. But uh, it, uh, I don't know. My my point being that um, it this version probably makes the most sense financially, right? It makes the this most is the one sense more people are going to see because now it's going to look and feel like an, a normal movie with a plot that is not like, I don't know. Uh, last time I was on a hype cast, I was like pushing uh, the the weird Al Yankovic uh, mm-hmm. biopic weird. Right. And that goes in so because biopics can kind of be whatever they want to be. Uh, that goes in all directions. Cocaine Bear forces you to, all right, so there's a bear out there. We got to get the bear. Stop the bear. That's the only impetus for the plot. Right. If it didn't have that plot, it would feel meandering and not uh, like people might be like, that's weird. And I don't know why they did that. But or it could be the saving grace of the movie. They chose to go with the. Yeah, it's funny jokes. Cocaine bears hilarious as a concept. But ultimately, we're watching like a horror movie with a bear. I miss my question is, are they actually going to do a horror movie with a bear? No. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying from the trailer. It doesn't seem like it is actually going to be a horror movie with a bear because the trailer shows us the one tense scene. Okay. And they break the tension with a gag, which is, oh, that guy smells like cocaine. So he runs over, kills that. And then the boy is like, oh, I'm going to be traumatized for life. Like the essential like that happened. And then they move on. It was like, well, shit. That was like the first moment in the trailer that was like, oh, maybe this will actually have tension. And then they just show us everything that's going to happen in that scene. That's the thing is like, to me, it's pretty clear that they're doing both. They're going to try both and it's not going to work. I hope so. Really? Because I think that that's the failure of what you're saying. I think that like the fact that they're going to play it straight as a horror movie and then just break it and go, oh, but also he's a reminder that he's on cocaine. Stop to make wisecracks. Yeah. That's I'm not saying get, they did it, it well. That's I'm be just saying that I do think it's possible to have like it'd be more like action comedy or like thriller comedy, I guess. Right. Where it's like I think it is scary to deal with a bear, but it feels like from this trailer they're not going to try that at all because uh, there's no point where the bear's scary in this trailer. I disagree. I, there's several times where it's like close to the camera screaming and there's no joke about it. 
but yeah. I, I may be wrong. I just really think that they were trying to play it. Uh, they're also, they are doing tongue-in-cheek things. Like, the last shot of the trailer is the bear jumping in, like, an insane way to try to catch a, a van. Uh, and it's, like, seemingly impossible, and it does the slow-motion action, or, like, superhero movie kind of like oh he's gonna reach kind of thing uh so they're definitely doing jokes that are like look at the shot it's ridiculous but there's times in the trailer where it's like oh that's a terrifying bear uh and i th- yeah, really think I guess it's gonna not do it's not gonna help him out honestly comparing it to snakes on the plane makes it really like works in my head because in snakes on the plane the snakes are technically scary but they're not that scary you know what i mean where it's like, this is, yes, you're right, a bear is scary in a scene, but, like, this isn't Annihilation again. This isn't right. re- The Revenant. Like, it's not going to be, like, these really intense situations. Right. Uh, well, and also, I don't... Go ahead. Oh, I, I, I'm just like, I wish there actually could be, or some genuinely... Going back to the trees, it was like those two trees being like, what a clever setup. And then they sort of joke their way out of it. And it was like, man, I wish they actually had to, like, think of a way to get out of that situation. Yeah, it's I just was going to point out that Snakes on a Plane was also reverse engineered into being a meme movie, which is part of why the snakes are actually not treated as a joke in the movie. And there's like some horror movie beats in it because the movie was playing it straight initially and then it became a meme. And then they did some reshoots to sort of lean into that more. Whereas this like this from conception was a meme movie yeah right right well we'll I'll see, see. So we'll I'll see, see it on yeah streaming. i don't know yeah uh Let's all right on. well next trailer oh my goodness we yeah. haven't talked about this yet <laughs> indiana jones and the dial of destiny oh, i just yeah. want to start and i i just want to start and say no matter what you think of this movie i think that's a bad title I guess. I just think it's a bad title. That's I mean, all. They're that's all, all I have to say. All bad bad they're titles, all bad. Yeah. We're just used to them now. You <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. like Temple of Doom, I'm like, I know what a Temple of Doom is. I uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'm like, I, I can picture I that. Know, Last Crusade, I'm like, I get it. Dial of Destiny is well, they're like, all... what is that? What are they describing? They're all supposed to be adventure serial. Uh, that's right. what they're yeah, supposed to be echoing. Exactly. So they, they have that sort of uh, tone to them, I guess. So yeah, I, it's, weird I don't really, gravitas. Yeah, yeah, and Look, it's I'm not, uh, and it's always pointing out yeah. some weird artifact or some mysterious destination. The sphere so, of yeah. yeah, so it's, it's like this is like bullshit. whatever. Yeah, so yeah, some trinket or some like you know like plot, a dial. nefarious plot. Yeah, dial. A dial, dial of destiny makes me of think destiny. of like yeah. There's like some I don't know. There's like some hourglass out there that he's gonna like grab. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know some kind of dial. A dial of some kind. Uh, I want to be the first to say that in our trailer kind of uh, like the landscape of trailers, this is a good trailer. Because it yeah. doesn't tell you too much. You're just watching things you'd expect from an Indiana Jones movie. So it's like, here are receipts. Um, the only thing I didn't like, uh, because to me it uh, spoils the joke, but I do understand what Dave was saying about that last beat. The last bit where basically what it is, if you watch the trailer, is he does a, an awesome whip thing, Indiana Jones. And then everyone pulls out their gun. And he tries to intimidate them again, and they just start shooting at him. To me, that's a reversal of the joke we've seen so many times in Indiana Jones, which is whip versus gun, sword versus gun, you know, et cetera. And to me, I'm like, oh, you had a 
you just wasted the joke. So I'm like, right. just cut that off and it's a perfect trailer, but I understand that trailers have to smash to title and then have like a uh, and then button. have a little button yeah yeah i think I'll, I'll argue in in favor of including that beat just a little bit because i feel like they wanted to let us know that it was still indiana jones because still fun. you know notably uh steven spielberg and george lucas are not involved uh with this movie it's being directed by um james mangold um and i forget who wrote it um but uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I guess it. they just wanted to reassure people that, oh, he's still going to it's still going to feel like Indiana Jones. He's still going to do Indiana Jones things yeah. like get in yeah, way over his worry. head. Yeah. <clears throat> and a lot of that has to do with Harrison Ford. Yeah, because like that moment could be in any movie. But what makes Indiana Jones to me is his expression. The way he plays it. Moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I'm so on the fence about this personally. Oh, I. Yeah. Part of me is just like, ah, eh, they should have probably stopped at three because I haven't enjoyed one since three. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as I put the notes, this really feels like the it's the prequels versus Force Awakens, which is should a movie be made by the original creator or should it be made by the fans? The fans might feel like the original creator, as we see in the prequels, has more fun with it in the, in a way that people not might not necessarily like. Crystal Skull is made by Spielberg. And Spielberg's like, yeah, have some CGI monkeys in there. It's fucking fine. He's also older, you know? He's also, you know, uh, for whatever reason, like, it, uh, Crystal Skull, I would argue, is less violent or less um, uh, brutal. It's less, or, I mean, it's it's less still bloody. Pretty brutal. It's less bloody, yeah. but there's some brutal it's shit. It's less violent to other stuff, and he feels like, and well, I created all the, that stuff, so I'll just keep doing the thing I've done, but now that yeah. I've changed, it's fine. It also feels like like a lot of leftover ideas, if that makes sense, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, let's do this nuke thing. That's funny. Like where it's just I and Spielberg has every right to like it feels like it's Spielberg just like eh, I made the first three ones. Those are the, the ones. Now I'm just having fun. Whereas there's the other way with it, which is like Ghostbusters Afterlife, where everything has reverence, even a Twinkie. And so like that, that was like this ending beat, which I liked did make me think of that where it's like oh they're doing it because that's the joke right and is it just going to be a bunch of references is it not going to create anything new it's definitely add to it because it's made by a filmmaker who's trying to honor the originals uh, well again i'll argue in favor of that beat that beat's not a a repeat like that's that's in in tone temple of doom temple of doom repeats it as well like that's well i'm saying this beat in this trailer is not it's not the same joke so it's not like oh it's not repeating yeah. something it's just doing something that feels very indiana jones but it's not like just doing the sword gun gag again right but as abe's alluding to it's like every like again a temple of doom did it too they keep calling back to the joke they're obsessed with the joke because it was such a good moment in raiders mm-hmm. um again yeah and i think you're right tom which is that it doesn't feel it, it, like I said, that just reminded me of this idea. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not saying it is a symptom of it. And I guess here's my feeling on any new Indiana Jones that comes out is we have the the first three movies exist. Uh, they're untouchable. So honestly, they can keep making these and I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like it's, it's sort of like yeah. I have the same feeling about Jaws sequels because the first Jaws is so important to me. I don't care. Like, I, I love watching the other ones because they're just terrible shark slasher movies. And, like, 
Indiana Jones, even like a bad Indiana Jones movie, I'm still getting a little bit of Indiana Jones out of it. So yeah. I've got the I've got the originals that I love, and anything else is just I can take it or leave it. So if this yeah, is bad, I, I'll be fine. I'm still into <laughs> weak heroin because I love heroin. Uh, so. <laughs> right. I guess the question is because I feel that way about also Ghostbusters. Weirdly, why don't I feel the same way about Star Wars? Like that's the weird stuff where it's like. I, th- I think I know the answer, which is that Indiana Jones is almost like fundamentally designed to be a serial where it's just every new adventure. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take away where Star Wars is like a continuation of a story. I think that's what it is. I think it's because it feels like lore as opposed to the B serial, which doesn't intentionally take itself seriously from the jump. You know, yeah, there's a canon quality to Star Wars that is beloved. It's a part of the DNA of what makes it great. Is that good versus evil story? Uh, Indiana Jones is just like, hey, let's have another romp in you know the pyramids yeah. or whatever. Who gives it's, a yeah. shit? Ah, it's very yeah. episodic, right? It's just the next adventure. Where yeah. and then I think what <clears throat> for me anyway, what bums me out about Star Wars that doesn't bother me about Indiana Jones is Star Wars. Indiana Jones is about Indiana Jones. It's about this one specific character in his continuing adventures. So it's you right. know that it, that has a very defined set of parameters. <clears throat> um, whereas Star Wars is supposed to be this whole expansive sprawling universe and they just keep repeating the same shit. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> it's the like that's what bugs yeah. me about Star Wars. Tectonic. Star Wars there So it yeah, feel it feels be... more it feels more cynical to me. Yeah. Yeah, and there could be way more. I yeah. would say this is still a little cynical. I mean that shot bit. of him on the horse is very funny. That shot with the horse um, is my goodness. And his CGI head. <laughs> okay. So that's the question no one has been asking is does Indiana Jones still fuck? Uh, that's the important question. <laughs> yeah, but not his well. dusty, just bare ass gonna be in this yeah. movie. I can't wait. His oh. clapping, clapping mummy cheeks, mummy yeah. cheeks, just, just going kicking to up town. tomb dust, just tomb yeah. dust all over some some poor woman. Ah, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right, Indy. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is what it is. It, it, same with Ghostbusters, where it's the Last Crusade doesn't end with and his in the book is closed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's off to another adventure, and it's like honestly, they should have made like fifteen of those between that and Crystal Skull. Yeah, uh, and I would have been I would have been fucking thrilled. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on this? Nope. All right. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Okay. This is the I, official reboot. I laughed so hard at oh this trailer. God. I saw it. I saw it in the theater in front of Avatar, and when that fucking monkey swings down and is like Holy Optimus Prime, I am not your enemy. I lost my mind. Fuck. Yep. This is the first <laughs> time the, I'd seen it, and this and oh my god, this is the best trailer by the way on the highcast. Uh, <laughs> The age-old rivalry of truck versus gorilla. Uh, <laughs> truck versus gorilla. So, like, all right. So can I? I'm like, not I sure. Everyone wants, prime. everyone wants to speak, but since it was the first time I'd seen it, I just want to go Please through go, my yeah. thinking. And I feel like it. Like when I was watching it, because I wrote down like a live stream of what I what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, so the gorilla. I was the like immediately my question. My brain. Yeah, and I had to write them down there real quick. So my immediate question. Was like, so the gorilla, like, so Transformers turn into cars. So I assume that he does as well, or does he also turn into man? And then there's a cheetah, the the gorilla. And I have answers to that. The trailer does answer this, but it's just 
the cheetah is then introduced and i was like wait is the cheetah the car form or is he also a car is it a right. cheetah and car and then the trailer totally answers my question by the end they are they turn animals into, they turn into people so that yeah. means that there are no cars in their uh transformer like there was system. a so, yeah there was a terrible cgi transformer show that i watched uh, that explained this as well. The Beast Beast Wars, I, I want to say. I don't beast, beast Wars okay. is what I it's just based on. Care. But it does imply that animals are closer to cars than we are to animals, which I think is great. <laughs> that is so great. Because of a gorilla turning into a man who's just slightly different. Uh, I love that you're thinking of it that it's way. Ba- ba- and even the robot man is barely different from yeah, like, the, right. the that's robot like, that's gorilla. The, that's the least amazing transformation in this. It's the least. And they like play yeah. it up. Anyway, I don't need to speak anymore. That was just, that's just like how a- I had to compute the information because this trailer fucking rules. <laughs> it's that, the that only Transformers, thing I he's, was... he's like wearing a costume, basically. It's yeah, not really basically. that mind-blowing of a transformation. <laughs> yeah. His pecs so turn good. into like slightly different pecs. Slightly smaller <laughs> pecs. <laughs> it's i i think i'm gonna have a lot of fun with this is the director of creed 2 um and i think this is they're doing that reboot stuff and i think part of the reboot is they've understood like i i don't mind the first michael bay transformers at all i think it did a lot of things right but i think this one is embracing like okay let's just be dumb like the michael bay ones were trying to be like a slick version of transformers and this is like they're clearly like, okay, what's in the cartoon? Okay, put that on the screen. Just take what's in the cartoon and put it in the screen, and let's not care about anything else. Like that's the vibe I get from this, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I want to note that the internet already noted is that when the big monkey jumps in the water, the water does not make the people wet. It's really bad compositing. That's all. It could be. It's just one of those trailer. moments where like yeah. they don't even react correctly. Like one of them points. <laughs> and it's like it's like this really uh, like when you watch the shot over and over again it just gets worse and worse that's been, it could be a trailer thing i mean yeah, that's been a problem in the series since i think by the time the second movie rolled around they were really yeah they were really going fast and loose with making right the, the people match up at all with what's going on in the cgi the transformer series like the core of what went wrong in my opinion is they forgot how fundamentally disturbing it is for a car to tell like transform into a uh, robot Mm -hmm. like that is a very disruptive process and i don't know why but i feel like that's at the core of a lot of the problems where they're just like and like change and like there isn't even like a breeze coming off of them and no one seems to like react or care and it's like no that's a huge event that just happened (laughs) that's some truckosaurus shit yeah that's going on yeah yeah. yeah, that would be that would rip your mind in half. That would tear a hole in your brain to see yeah. a truck transform into a man and then start talking like, "I'm not your enemy, Prime." Yeah, yeah, that is. Um, I think I think thing. I think what went wrong with the Transformers series is uh, they insisted that it's not the dumbest thing in the fucking world. 
Right. right. Like they're trying to play it so seriously in this Michael Bay, except when they stop to make grotesquely racist or homophobic jokes. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot that went wrong. Yeah. I mean, it comes from the Dark Knight. Like Christopher Nolan did this, and we can blame the most of the 2000s to him. It's the dark universes of the grittiness. Yeah, we want the dark, gritty Transformers. No, it's a children's thing. It's a truck. It's literally a a bright red truck. That yeah, yeah. It's a. It's these are children's toys. Like let's not let's not lose sight of that, please. Yeah. No, they completely. There's yeah. There's a lot that went wrong. It, it should be also noted that the last Michael Bay Transformers was two and a half hours long. It sure was, Dave. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. and, and it, it had like Merlin cry. in it. Yeah, that's it, right. It, it shit had like Merlin that. In it had God, Merlin. I gotta, I gotta rewatch yeah. that just huh? for the Merlin. No, you don't. Yeah, you're it right. Had, it had Merlin and Harriet Tubman in it. <sighs> it's the. It's Ooh. it's. It, it's a lot of it's just like fucking Michael Bay, man. Mm, yeah. He lost his touch. I did, I did enjoy uh, the Travis Knight one, Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah but, that felt but like... That's because it wasn't Michael Bay. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's also like they're attempting to do like a Logan type thing. You know, like this is a smaller, yes. humbler, like not superhero movie. This is not a, not your normal Transformer movie is what they were doing with that one. I Yeah, and I believe this is a continuation of that. I'm almost certain this is going to be in that well, you universe. Can't tell, oh Dave. well, it's technically in the entire. I guess this is also technically in the Michael Bay universe. It is, as far as I but, know. Yeah. Yeah. What I heard is that was clearly the thing that they're like, okay, we're taking our cue from that. Uh, we're going to be more in that direction. This doesn't seem to give me that impression. It just looks like noise. Yeah, it's just uh, noise and a, a mechanical gorilla trying to convince me this is the most serious shit ever, and I'm like, right. yeah, no. No, it's bad. No, bad. You're a gorilla. A truck transformed into a man and pointed a gun at you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, It's, I don't know, man. These, I know that this is, they made a lot of money doing it this way, but all these films feel like they could have been 90 minute cartoons because they're essentially cartoons. Um, they don't, like, being live action ultimately, I feel like, didn't add much to them. No, I like, because they don't treat it like it's a real thing. But they're so serious. I, they're, I don't know. I think, but think that, of I the mean, CG, Dave. Go ahead. No, that's all I need to say. Think of the yeah. CG. What? <laughs> it's the poor CG. The poor CG. I think the the mid '80s animated movie that nailed it. That's that's about yeah. as that's about as serious as you can get, and it's still pretty hardcore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's as good as it's going to get with Transformers, no, I would say. The one with yeah. Orson Welles? The one mean? with Orson yeah. Welles in it, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I, yeah, this is one where it's like, it's not really about fixing it. It's just like, maybe we shouldn't. Well, yeah, maybe. You know, I mean, people are going to enjoy it, so Sure, it. people want to see that I'm monkey. Gonna... People yeah, want to see I'm a bunch of shit, monkey. but it doesn't mean I have to. I mean, I just want to know who made the decision that animals are closer to cars than we are to animals that's an amazing choice to me it's gonna be i think it's i think it's gonna do very well because i think it's gonna be like a snapple where like you don't have a snapple for a while Um, or a charleston chew and then you have one and you're like yeah that's how i remember it but you buy it because you haven't like we haven't had a transformers Mm -hmm. uh, and people are gonna be like oh yeah transformers they watch it be like right transformers that's why you got a co- yeah. you got a complex situation with Snapple, man. I did not know that. Sorry, no, I haven't had a Snapple in a while. That's fair. I just didn't know it. Yeah, yeah. Here you go, the fucking monkey. The fucking monkey, man. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. All right, all right. Uh, my God, next one is sixty 
five, as in 65 million years ago. Yep. This is Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs. Yep. Crash landing Adam... on an alien planet loaded with dinosaurs. And buddy, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, this is i can't under like we've been saying for years i think on this show how come no other movies do dinosaurs outside of the jurassic park franchise it's leaving mm -hmm. money on the table and these brave filmmakers these heroes saluting right now salute the movie what if we just had adam driver shoot at a bunch of dinosaurs so you hold on you you made a fatal flaw though that is very clear in the trailer which is this is not an alien planet. This is Earth. It's our planet. Oh, he's Planet of the Apes in it. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. the the it says like the past meets future and uh you know like so hold on so if we, let's take it to our, its necessary conclusion right they are a space a bunch of space travelers right and then something happened we don't know and what we have to imply with like past meets future. Is that they went into some wormhole or like you've seen Star Trek, it's like a hyperdrive near a sun or something. So it took them back to prehistory times or they could be aliens, too. We don't know, but they right. came to Earth and this is where they landed. I think it's I think it's time travel. It's got I think it's time travel. Can I just call it now? I, I was going to call I, it anyway. So, yeah. Oh, oh, I, I don't want to step on it for you. No, no. I mean, it sounds like you have the same one. There's two possibilities. <laughs> Okay, I predict that Adam Driver will be responsible for the killing of the dinosaurs. Ooh, that was not the one I had, and that's <laughs> awesome. I love that. Maybe this is a hope, because it would it would prevent sequels. That would, but be, I'm that hoping would be the finest film ever made, if it's just Adam Driver amazing. killing millions of oh, dinosaurs. That is well, my guess, my guess is the way they get back to the future will be some sort of catastrophic thing that he does that as a result, kills the dinosaurs as well. I think so. I think you're right. I don't think he personally kills them all. I would love if he personally kills them all. With his bare hands. Yeah. yeah, with his hands. His beautiful he hands. He strangles the millions other, of dinosaurs. The other thing that I think that they might toy with, or I hope they do, because it would be amazing, is that we already know that cryogenic sleep is a thing. So they could oh. end the dinosaurs or do whatever. But to me, them going back into cryogenic sleep at the end of the movie... They become the first humans, right? Yeah, you you know what you could also do. What? Okay, I like that, like an Adam and Eve situation you're talking right. about. Uh, like we created ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It'll like also it's a make this loop. movie an anti-evolution movie because no yeah. one asked for that, and that's it's, amazing. It's, it's predestination, buddy. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was thinking, it you could also end it with them getting back to the correct time. They get out of their little time Everyone's stasis things. Yeah. And pull push in dinosaur eggs Just, that yeah. they didn't notice in the in this time the cryo tube. Hell yeah, yeah like so alien. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot to be happy about. This so movie. If it is a time thing, that also implies which is great. Whether or not they're aliens or they're also humans, uh, further down our because past meets future makes me think that they're like these are humans from Earth. But if the Earth is dinosaurs. That means humans are just like time parasites <laughs> that would just like yeah. forced ourselves on this planet and killed the dinosaurs, which is amazing as well. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's Did not I... wrong. Yeah. It's not, I guess. I just, I mean, oh. we are kind of parasitic. Yeah, we yeah. are. Just a bunch of locusts is... that drive cars. That's true. <laughs>
this is the uh writers i think and direct not directors no it wouldn't be the directors it's the people behind a quiet place and a quiet place part two so my guess is that it'll it oh, won't yeah. make too much logical sense but i would guess it doesn't need to either <laughs> like a quiet place a quiet place had good moments but then it was one of those movies where you thought about it too long you're like wait that doesn't make sense whereas this doesn't need to make sense. right i was gonna say that'll be fine counterpoint it doesn't matter in a movie no, like this that's true and also shoot, just seeing adam driver take a paycheck mm-hmm. and do this i'm like it warms my heart yeah He's got that cool future gun that like displays yeah. the bullets on an LCD screen. Like you need that. Yeah, uh, it's great. Which Adam Driver, famous for not just taking a paycheck uh, for Kylo Ren, I guess. Like I acted like he was an indie actor just then, and then I remembered. Um, He's done a wide variety also, of films, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Also, just yeah, it's not just that to see dinosaurs. It's to see dinosaurs is like bad, mm-hmm. where they're like, where it's not John Hammond talking about protecting these creatures. It's like no. Fuck them, they're they're garbage. <laughs> yeah, yes. they're garbage. It's a serious problem. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to see R-rated dinosaurs. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, and Jurassic Park is remake... not the place for it. Yeah, they yeah, should remake like Carnosaur. Affair. This needs. I mean, they could. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next. Let's move uh, on. Next one. Jung E. Jung E. This is Robocop. So I... I had never heard of this. Yeah, it's Robocop. But it's the director of Train to Busan, so I'm going to watch it. Which I'm going to watch it, that means. I did not know it was a Korean movie when I clicked on it, so I saw the name, and I thought it was about like a psychiatrist bot, like Wally. <laughs> like Carl oh, Jungian. Like, yeah, he's oh, like rolling around mm, in the post-apocalyptic, trying to diagnose patients that aren't there. Anyway, it's Robocop. <laughs> It's Robocop, Robo soldier, yeah. soldier. It's a woman who dies in battle and is made a Robocop. And it looks very similar to the same like beats or at least struggles. And I, I don't know. I, I, I'm good with yeah, more Robocop. I yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be into it if it wasn't the director of Train to Busan. Right. Yeah. Because the, that, the action in that movie is incredible. So it's, yeah. it's just the, the basic idea of it is we keep saying it's, yeah, it's just Robocop. It's slightly different in that at least we do see a shot where... She's not the only one. They've made hundreds of her. Right. She's just the template for a bunch of robots that all look right. exactly like her. Um, Which, so that's a little bit different. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. they're going to get around that like specific protagonist versus sea of clones slash AI. Uh, there she'll is... fight her way through them like the one. Oh, I fucking love it. Uh, <laughs> the thing I did see as a divergent path just from the trailer is it does seem to be focusing more on the humanity element as opposed to the robotic element of robocop in other words they did two things that they introduced one she feels pain and they like go out of the way on the trailer to, <laughs> to like show that even though it's like her arm is made of metal she has the ai tells her that's your arm right. getting destroyed which it's fantastic kudos to the chef uh <laughs> but uh the here's the other thing they do is they talk about her being free a few times like you get out like she's in prison she's imprisoned which you know murphy is i guess imprisoned in his body but yeah. it doesn't seem to be like a corporate i mean i guess it is a corporate thing but it's like it's not like we are building you as as an assembly line we are doing a slavery slash genocide on clones or right. ascension ai i mean the first RoboCop was very much that, and then after that, it's just like, yeah, I'm RoboCop. 
<laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah, I guess yeah. he's over it. Yeah, he's over it. <laughs> exactly. We, we just want to see him pull out that gun and shoot everyone in the dick. Yeah. But yeah, so we we'll do. see. This does seem to have like it's trying to update it or give it some, you know, uh, it's not just a RoboCop. She's not out there just seeking justice every day. Yeah. She wants to get back to her kid, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mainly yeah, I I, I agree Tom with if it wasn't like I saw this trailer and I was like, "Oh, it looks fun." And then I looked up the director and I was like, "Oh, yeah, absolutely." Yeah. yeah I'm bored for that for one, that yeah. Alone. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's coming uh, to Netflix this month, I believe. Was oh, that good. was that this one? Yeah. I think so. I, I don't know. It's definitely no. coming to Netflix. Huh. Uh let's talk about Renfield. Sure. Um, we can talk about Renfield. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Would it, would it, would it, yeah. This feels like another kind of meme movie because Nicolas Cage right. is real hot right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always been hot though. He's yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah and I remember Cage the, the casting for this. Uh, this hat, this sort of this. I think it was about two years ago. Um, so it wasn't quite riding the you know wave of um the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, but it is, you know, still obviously you cast Nicolas Cage to play Dracula because you want to see Nicolas Cage play a vampire. And he does Right. It. But interviews just came out that he's not in it much. Right. So that's worth noting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His um, voice the trailer is, makes you think otherwise. Yeah, he's I in think, the head of a thrall, which, you know, that's yeah, a cool yeah. concept. Great idea for a movie, to, to be honest. Like Guillermo. Oh, yeah. Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows, the movie is, I'm surprised we haven't seen that yet. Yeah, right. I, I was going to say, honestly, uh, the only thing I am sort of not jazzed about for this is that they do kind of like a superhero thing and they have yeah. Renfield eat bugs so he can do beat the shit out of people he like a superhero. Yeah, and that's, that, yeah. that's dumb. I don't that's need dumb. that. So, <laughs> that's dumb. You can take I, it was like so many places. First, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're right. I'm just going down on your opinion. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say the first half of this trailer was so much more promising to me because it's showing like it starts with him in this self-help group where he's like, my boss is real pain in the ass. He's ruining my life. And then they show shots of him having to like what he has to go through on a daily basis being Dracula's familiar, like finding him victims and stuff. I'm like, I want to see that movie. I don't need to see him right. beating up people with vampire powers. Yeah, you guys kind of reminded me. I think I might hate this um <laughs> just from what you guys are saying because once you said what we do in the shadows i was like oh yeah the best part of this is from what we do in the shadows isn't it and then you reminded me that he does fucking kung fu in the trailer and it's like oh yeah that does seem like it was artificially crammed in there by some producer who's like uh kung fighting is hot like it's he like the Adam project Dracula later so yeah he's got he's got to fight crime and so it's like okay no. and then it's the director of the tomorrow war <laughs> and uh i love nicholas holt he's been killing it i yeah. loved him in the menu but, is, uh, but i don't think he can save this or nicholas cage i don't think they can save this for me i think it's going to be a lot of low-hanging fruit jokes a lot of like you know like uh, basic very broad jokes and then like yeah i think it's going to try to be everything and ultimately not be that good i'd be, maybe i'd love still, to be wrong i'd still love opti- to be wrong i'm still optimistic but yeah the the kung fu stuff really rubs me the wrong way yeah yeah what was that um jamie fox vampire movie that came out a year ago oh uh day, day shift. shift day shift that seemed like um that was the thing that could have gone in the wrong direction and stuck to its guns and just stayed like, yeah i'm gonna be the premise you know, I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. Be Day Shift was a good example of one where I saw the trailer and I was like, I don't know. And then, yeah, the movie and is then, like, oh, shit. It's pretty yeah. fun. And the, the action was actually pretty tight in that movie. 
Right. And yeah. on this one, I think the eating of the nano spider that turns him to Spider-Man, that shit is so superfluous and like a different movie that it just feels yeah. like they, they write around it by saying like in order for him to like get all of the stuff, he gave him some of the powers because it's like it's necessary. Like you have to do otherworldly things in order to get like a what what is it in the trailer like a school bus full of sorority girls or some cheerleaders shit. yeah the, the way the way nick cage says that line mm. <laughs> mm. yeah and i mean yeah and then the spoil like or not spoiler but they reveal nick cage as dracula floating uh with all of his makeup on and he's just all the way up to 11 I think people are just going to go to this just because it's Nick Cage going. Of to course, 11. I think so too. Yeah. And I, I think it. I really think it's going to be a movie that, like, a year from now or two years, people will be like, "Remember that movie?" Exactly. Oh yeah. Like, I think it's going to be very forgettable ultimately. Yeah. Um. That's again. What I'm like. willing to be wrong. <laughs> like here, the director's but... previous effort, The Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll see. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. This. This. Uh, I'm more optimistic about the cast in this movie and the premise than the Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War is like nothing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, those are All my right. thoughts on this trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, last trailer before we do some more producers. Uh, you people with uh, Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill, which kind of like that combo. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah I I into this. I like this trailer. It's got a good cast. Uh, it has David Duchovny getting to say like a bunch of like like clueless racist things and i'm like yeah that's the david duchovny we want and uh, julia louis <laughs> dreyfus as well playing yeah. jonah hill's parents the, the premise if you haven't seen it is jonah hill uh falls in love with a black woman and they're going to get married and he he needs to meet her family and and eddie murphy is her dad and he's very serious um and it's just like the comedy is about their families like it's just being awkward and like sort of um it's yeah it's what the guess who's coming to dinner that terrible remake. Mm-hmm. It's it. This feels like the version that's a like uh, better. Well, it's <laughs> uh, like, meet the it's parents not, it's, plus yeah. guess who's coming to dinner because it's yeah. it is about race, but it's like meet the parents. Like the comedy comes from the awkwardness of having parents kind of collide. Yeah, and also I'm not sure it's entirely about like what at least it might be about race, but. I, w- I noted in this, I just watched a documentary called Stutz that Jonah Hill made. Um, right. And uh, it's about his therapist and it's about his struggle in Hollywood because it was this thing where, look at him, he's he's overweight. We're going to make fun of him constantly. Uh, and it really did a number on him. And um, I guess that was a really interesting documentary. It's kind of slow, but it was very interesting. Uh, and after coming out of that, the fact that he wrote this, I'm like... I'm really curious what he has to say right now. And if this is just his attempt to make just get, you know, a comedy, a fun comedy, mm-hmm. or if he's like, uh, you know, going to say something a little more meaningful in this. I'm just curious about that. I'm, I got, I got my eye on Jonah Hill right now because of that <laughs> documentary. So right. he, uh, I'm just, I'm wondering if this was like reduced to this plot and it's a little more than it appears to be. Maybe uh, I did want to point out it's co-written, uh, but co-written with yeah. uh, Kenya Barris, who is also directing it, and he's the creator of Blackish. Oh, okay, wow. So there's some heavy hitters in this movie. Yeah, so yeah. This, I think this is probably going to be good. <laughs> uh, also, David Duchovny. I can't stress David Duchovny enough yeah. in this trailer. It's tough to tell with these types of comedies because they really do 
kind of like on this unlike terms of like the trailers it is true about comedies that they do like the lowest hanging fruit kind of jokes early yeah. to try to get as many people excited about you know like to try to essentially get like the highest number like biggest quadrant of jokes um but there could be something there it this trailer alone makes me go wah, wah. but uh at the same time that doesn't mean it's all it has to offer so right i'm keeping my eye yeah again it's very focused on he's from a jewish family she's from a a uh, black family and they clash Mm -hmm. um and it's like yeah that really feels like lowest hanging fruit for what uh this movie could be that's why i'm saying like i bet there's more to this film i'm optimistic about the people involved the fact that it's kenya barris and jonah hill writing it um makes me feel like it'll be it'll be a little more a little, little deeper than that, a little more complex. A little more than that. nuanced. Yeah, more nuanced. Yeah, even, even if that is the broad idea behind it, I have a feeling like the short game might be very good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's all. There could be just good jokes. Yeah. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Should we move on yeah. to more producers? Let's do it. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, big thank you to Deborah is Awesome. Barbara is Great and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Driftless wrote Mabel's name in the Witch's Book of Blood. Thank you. Uh, thank you to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Mm, thank you. Th- thank you to Evil Ed, 209. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you so much. Th- thank you to follow viral TikTok superstar Jason Pargin on TikTok and buy his new book. If this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. <laughs> Do <you>. it. <laughs> thank you to Funky J, mostly comes out at night mostly thank you uh thank you to glitterous cfo of michael shannon's chocolate factory thank you so much all right let me swoop in thank here you. thank you to heathcliff's helping handfuls thank you thank you to ombre says mabel step on me thank, thank you. you to james cameron's prolapse locomotive thank you thank you to look mom on a podcast thank you thank you to mackenzie fuck shuffling with willem defoe's confusingly large dick chill thank you thank you to mercurial oz thank you thank you to mike the lurker Thank you. Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space McNulty. Thank you. And thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Thank oh, you man. all. Mm. Some more delicious trailers to feast upon. Yeah, we're, we're just getting right back into trailers. Starting with Bo is Afraid. Uh, this is Ari Aster's Michael Gondry film. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Ari and Aster's. Michael, Michelle Gondry, sorry. Yeah, but, Michelle yeah. Gondry. And Ari Aster is Hereditary Midsummer. Yeah. yeah, it looks like his, like uh, uh, what is it called? Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Gondry, Where the Wild Things Are, I can see a little bit of, especially in the second half of this trailer. I thought for, it's very unclear what this movie is, because yes. for, for a long time I thought, wait a second, is there like a Charlie Kaufman angle here? Is he a boy who imagines he's Joaquin Phoenix? But it doesn't seem like. Why that's would a boy an, imagine that? I don't know. He's afraid. <laughs> what boy? I don't know. <laughs> because he's afraid. That's why uh, he's afraid. That's why he's afraid. I don't know. But it's very clear that, that he is an older Phoenix. man, and it's jumping through time, as opposed yeah. like he does consider himself a younger version of himself. But the events seem to be tied to the narrative of Joaquin Phoenix in the present day. Um, but yeah. it's very like it's got big fish elements to it. It's got animated next to live action. It looks like it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of interesting aspects to it, uh, but I don't know what this is. It, yeah, it, and I. 
oh, oh go on. I was going to say, it looks like he plays this character at several different phases of his life. Uh, the central conflict seems to be he has a strange relationship with his mother um and he's going back to see her for the first time in a while and he gets into some sort of car accident it looks like there's like a riot outside and it seems like he's being held hostage by this family that hit him with their car it's also kind of a horror i would argue uh and then kind of a comedy i would so for better or for worse i would say ari aster has earned this and what i mean by that is um for example, I really liked Aronofsky's work when the Fountain trailer came out. And I sure couldn't tell you what the Fountain was about based on the trailer. But I was going to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like you just see the mood and you're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do want to see that because I like the person making it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like uh, Ari Aster's work. So Yeah, I think Aronofsky is a great touch point. Or like a, he feels a little Aronofsky, doesn't he? He does. Um, this is a. I mean, he's always had this kind of cerebral bent, you know, like he wants the premise to kind of slow roll you into a realization, as opposed to like an M Night Shyamalan who wants to front load it so you like mull over it the whole movie. Uh, right. You know, look at Hereditary. It's like that movie. Someone could walk away from that movie who wasn't focusing and be like, "That was a really boring movie," and then t- like fifteen minutes of like batshit loony stuff um this is strange because it's got like the dna of several things that it looks like like it feels like misery at a point you know Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. um but it's also and it's got this weird like mother son relationship and we don't know really the specifics of that um and it's also got this otherworldly component where it's like is the reality we're looking at has obviously been fucked with so is it unreliable narrator or is it just the imagination of like you know how he sees the world um we don't know these answers so we don't know if they really heavily influence the narrative or it's just a way in which we kind of navigate it kind of like where the wild things are where it's mm-hmm, kind of right. just like oh it's just his the boy's interpretation of the events it's not like fucking with the narrative at all it's just you know how he's how he chose to show it um so i don't know really what to expect out of this it is definitely swinging big and we know about projects where you swing really big especially for someone like Ari Aster, who's already been swinging since he came out uh yeah. this could be fucking awesome or this, this could, could be go... like oh awkward this was bad yeah so the... this could go either way I do want to point out in terms of big swings, <clears throat> this movie is 179 minutes long. That is I'm going to do some math for you rough. listeners real quick. That is four hours. That is fucked. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say this probably won't work out because uh, I liked Hereditary. I thought it was a, I liked it because I thought it had some imagery, some horror imagery that I just hadn't really seen. I think Ari Aster is very good at horror imagery. Yes. I um, will agree with his, that. Yeah, I think his plots are have stuff to be desired. Um, even Midsummer, which I didn't really care for, I, I found more funny, still had some genuinely scary imagery. He's good at imagery. Um, this is a totally different type of film. By the way, the plot says a decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. That's all it's, it is. That's all the plot is. That um, is not in the trailer. That's for yeah, sure. I know. And I think maybe, like, I, again, maybe this is a fucking opus. Maybe this is amazing. 
it, and it would be really cool if it was. I'm rooting for it. Uh, for me, it's like I like one of the two films he came came out with. But who? What? What? what like my opinion matters. People liked Midsummer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, though, a four hour film with this trailer, this Michelle Gondry, this Charlie Kaufman esque look. I'm like, I don't know, man. Those movies are short for a reason. Often, mm-hmm. like that's a lot. That's a big ask of me. Yeah. Um, this. Yeah, also, it's bold. This it's is bold. this is a bold move. A uh, bold film. Yeah. I want to also point out that Richard Kind and Nathan Lane are in it, and I hope they spent hours by craft services just complaining. Oh yeah. That's oh, what I want for them. Yeah. Just them at craft services. Yeah. Just talking. Just about, complaining, uh, not about the food, but like about their their grandkids or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. Like I had to go to a water park the other day. Ah, that's the worst. <laughs> Horrible, horrible experience. Horrible. My grandchildren, fucking awful <laughs> little pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that's exactly what they talked about. Any other thoughts on this? Because this is kind of a big trailer. I was gonna say it. It like I do agree with you. I'm not a fan of Ari Aster thus far. I do agree that he's very good at imagery, and there's stuff yeah. in Hereditary and in Midsummer that I will never forget. Um, yeah, this looks interesting like it's all the different techniques and surrealism he's using that we see in the trailer does look like interesting and and well done so i hope it's good but man yeah. four hours is a long fucking four time hours. on, on paper that. this is hell for you tom <laughs> on paper yep. hey you, you didn't like hereditary or midsummer well how about four hours of this mm-hmm. oh my god that is a big yeah. ask it really is. Oh yeah. There, right. So there's, I mean, there's no, there's no way I'm seeing this in a theater. It, I have to mm, watch no, this on stream. I, I, there's just no way. Yeah. I mean, that's too long. I'm gonna have to <laughs> piss like so many times. <laughs> well, it's just too long to be sitting in a. I don't know. Yeah. It's just too long. That's because you have. It's either got 30 minutes of, of previews beforehand. Like this is half of my day going out mm-hmm. to a theater to watch yeah. this movie, and Remember I'm not willing when, to when, invest that amount of time. <laughs> Remember when Tarantino made Kill Bill and it was one film and they were like, break it up. And he was like, okay. And even though you could sort of tell it was a forced, he had to like kind of finesse it a little bit. He knew. He was like, "Eh, eh." even me, the greatest director of all time, Tarantino, has to break this up into two pieces because it's too long. And they they actually do feel distinct too. the two Kill Bills. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, he did a good job there. This is 30 minutes longer than The Irishman by Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. I just want that And to again, Scorsese in. earned that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, even, I was barely, he barely I don't think it. anyone earns three and a half to four hours, to be honest. That's too but, long. Uh, it's too it's long. Just, it's I'm just sorry. too, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do it two movies, release them right back, like, next it to each other. It depends. I would want, say, but... like, Return of the King. It's like, yeah, at that point. Well, I, yeah. I'll watch I a, I'll watch a long-ass like, movie. To me, those extended versions are direct-to-video. Like, that, you gotta think of them that way. Even though they're... Sure. they're because oh, no, I mean the theatrical version like, was still very long at the time. They it were, was. It's about but, three like, hours. But, like, you know, when we start reaching the extended cut versions, it's like, they were designed for you to be in a blanket, in your house, watching Yeah, yeah cozied up. Watching it like TV, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous films. Yeah. I love them. Love them. Love them so love much. Uh, let's let's do them again. Let's remake them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, uh, speaking of doing things again, 
Scream 6. Oh, my now, Lord. Now, I thought this trailer was very good. What did you guys think? It's a teaser, for the yeah. record. I it's can't. okay. I mean, it's okay. It's just they're on they're on a train and Ghostface is creeping towards them. I mean, it's fine. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. It's maybe a, I'm. Like I mean, it, they're it, doing the thing. They're doing Scream. I mean, this is kind of it reminds me of the beginning of Scream Two, where it, the murder a- attacks them in a very public place, and being in public yeah. is actually more of a they're less safe in a huge crowd. Right. And I like that idea. Um, but is uh, the same directors as uh, as far as the I know. One? As far as I know, or the yeah. Fifth one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a weird thing with Scream because, like, uh, I have like more of a hot take on the entire franchise as opposed to six. So I'll just repeat that quickly there now, which is it's just Ghostface scary at this point. And I know that's how franchises work. If we want to focus on just like the person being scary, Michael Myers and Jason have fucking dumb masks too. But Ghostface was literally birthed out of a self-aware like the killers are replicating movies and there's no real way to keep going meta after that. So like meta is the end of the premise, right? Uh, Which is why Scream 1 is so great. It's a sequel to all slasher films in one. So that ends the loop to me. And I'm just like at this point, you're now just taking what made that work. And just making generic slasher films. It doesn't like take away from screen one. I just don't need screen two through six, you know? Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I do too. Um, I think they focused on this kind of the wrong stuff. I would argue, and I've said this before, Scream is unique and that is a whodunit uh, and a slasher, which That's is true. kind of cool. Yeah. And they should, they need to drop the meta shit. They should have dropped it in Scream 2. They should have just realized they're doing a whodunit slasher mm-hmm. and really focused on trying to create smart whodunits. The yeah. first one is even framed like a whodunit. The first one is very clearly That's trying right. to implicate people mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Uh, and I think it just completely went in the wrong direction from screen two. Yeah. Uh, and now it has to keep being meta. And it's like, what are they going to do? Have a conversation about how they're in the shitty sixth film where nothing is yeah they have ran out of ideas god and and if you are gonna make six and go in that meta direction it, like if this i would argue they went in the wrong direction but since they went in this direction they also did that wrong ghostface should be a zombie at this point at they this should point, just yeah. go full Fucking, jason then. yeah if you if you yeah exactly it, yeah if you're gonna damn. do the meta six horror movie and we're not going to make them whodunits just then make them stupider Uh, but they're not doing that do you guys remember in x-men uh apocalypse there's uh barely the the kids walk out of uh return of the jedi uh because that's what's in the theater at the point and they they say ah well the third one's always the worst of the franchise oh my god the joke is that they're in the third one and it's the worst yeah well they're making they're making a joke about x3 or this last stand or whatever but it's oh right but the idea that it's like we got to get more meta we have to go deeper is not the impulse when you do meta shit i'm not saying meta shit shouldn't be done it's obviously post-modernism is uh, a part of who we are as a culture you're you thank the simpsons for that but i'm just saying like you don't just redo it you don't just keep yeah. doing it it's not going to be necessarily good every time it kind of gets nauseating. I a, a safe rule if you're a producer or writer or anybody in charge of what characters say in a movie if you ever consider a moment where a character says out loud how dumb the movie is that they're in mm-hmm. don't do it just maybe don't. don't do don't do the movie but like also just don't do the line yeah 
Yeah. Especially if you're a franchise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was, my biggest thing is that, that I was so bummed. Scream 5 was fine, but it really like, it threw me through a loop where it was like, it really felt like it was going to be a really good reinvention of the franchise. And then it just ended up being another Scream uh, and this is like trying to kind of do it again where it's like now we're in the city and it's like yeah but uh, you've already sort of proven to me that you know you're not you don't have anywhere to go with this that's interesting in my opinion like so I don't know do, do ready or not too like these directors I really like so I I kind of want them to do something that isn't scream do after this. lights out too <laughs> Lights out too. Lights outer. Uh, Lights all right, on. All right, there it is. Lights it's on. on. Okay, oh, next. Fuck. Next trailer. Next trailer. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, Infinity pool. This uh, <sighs> man. This I'm is gonna go uh, David Cronenberg's next. Yeah. Film, folks. <laughs> so this is gonna be fun. It's gonna it's, be it's, so fun. Uh, it's it's Brandon Cronenberg. I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah sorry. Yeah, 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 Brandon Cronenberg. But, sorry. So he made Possessor. He sure uh, did. Yeah. And. <laughs> and Oh yeah! That's an awesome Did you guys movie. have the same instinct? The first half of this, it's it's a Skarsgård. Which Skarsgård is it? Alexander. Uh, Alexander. Alexander, and he like gets he does a crime, oh. and he's on vacation, Ooh. and they're like, "We're sorry, we have to execute you for this crime." And at first, I was watching, and I was like, "What is this? Like an international thriller? What is going on?" And then they're like. Luckily, you can pay to have a clone made of you to be killed. And it this was like, there it is. There it is. is awesome. <laughs> There's the Cronenberg the shit. All crime means you get death. As, yeah. as Like, they say that. This is the society we're set up. All crime is death means you get killed. That's amazing. Yep. And Infinity Pool, I assume, refers to, like, the pool in which they make his clone. Because mm-hmm. they make his clone and then they execute him. And that's in the trailer. That's not like a part of the film they're afraid of hiding no, no, no. from us. That's act one shit. Yeah, yeah. no, the idea of, of entitling it Infinity Pool is like the con. It's a, it, they introduce the idea of a loop, like an endless yes. loop starting. That's yeah. what I think the implication that, like, so with, this also happened with the Possessor trailer because it was unclear to me what to expect uh, until I watched it. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see you, Cronenberg. I think I know what you're dropping. I think the implication is that he gets addicted to watching clones die. And that's a oh. fucking great idea for a movie. Mm-hmm. But if it is also a loop thing, if it is a, like, I wonder, it could be a looper deal. There could be like a, a like, where like, I, I think it's more what you guys are saying, where, but it's not actually a clone. It's just like him from a different time or something stupid like that. They could, yeah, I don't know. We don't know at this uh, point. I'm just I do like what her. you're saying, him, because they say in the trailer, like you felt guilty or like something about how he right. felt watching it. And so that's clearly, and that's the most Cronenberg thing to do, right? Yeah. Is right. because David Cronenberg, uh, his father was very good at like, I'm going to introduce a bunch of fucked up body horror, but I'm going to also like never forget the human or emotional component. Mm -hmm. The psychological terror. Yeah. Yeah. He does existentialism by way of body horror. And that's what made him so unique. You know, it wasn't just showing fucked up shit. Anybody can show fucked up shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so, like, yeah, it seems like his son, who's in the family business now, uh, he's a he's a he's a nepo baby, folks. I love um, it. mom and pop's psychological terror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that this is the family business. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. Just where like it's like I imagine him as a kid, like learning the trade daddy, with daddy, his dad. Does this make yeah. you feel the coldness of eternity, daddy? Yeah. 
But after Possessor, which I fucking loved. I did like uh, Possessor a lot, yeah. It's very Yeah, good. I'm I'm super pumped for the, whatever hell this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, whatever hell this is going to be. Whatever he's at nightmare parties. this guy's going to be. He's at parties. Oh, my God. And he's just, like, watching, like, it looks like Eyes Wide Shut of the Future, which I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be so yeah. fucked. <laughs> it's going to be so, it's like... I, I don't know. It's like getting your balls kicked in by a giant spider and somehow liking yeah. it. We're like, I don't know why I like this, but I I, I do, and I'm I'm gonna. Fucking I think we're watch just uh, that we're just perverts, you know. We're yeah. just freaks, and uh, yeah. he's our kind of freak. Yeah, I guess so. He is our kind of freak. Any other thoughts on this? No, <laughs> I'm just really excited to see it. <laughs> Go watch Me the too. trailer. Uh, yeah. All right, next, and um, is this the final trailer we're talking about? Yeah? Yeah. Um, is uh, Evil Dead Rise. You all knew this was coming. Oh, yeah. This was uh, this is a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, been, this what? This is the sequel to the, the remake of Evil Dead. Which is already 10 years old at this point. Damn. It's been a long time. It's been a long That's time. That's too much of my life. Different director doing this one. Yes. Yeah. This is um, the director of Lee Hole in the Ground, I believe. <laughs> yes which i haven't seen but i want to fuck is with her titles uh yeah i keep asking myself when we have another evil dead movie is this when we get sexy deadites and <laughs> this may be the closest we get hey to hey now we've always had sexy deadites mm, but this is like real like ferrari sexy it's pretty fuckable standard yeah. sexy <laughs> real sports car sexy yeah, yeah. yeah let's go my my thoughts on this is very much close to what you were saying, Tom, with Indiana Jones, um, which is that I just went back and watched the other remake. It was like 2000. What was it? 13, 12 or 13. Yeah, 12. I think 13. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I was t- like, I remember being underwhelmed by it. And I was like, I'll go watch it again. I watched it again. It, it's good. It's very good. I'm still just I love the originals and it's not the originals. And all it does is remind me of the originals. So, like, it definitely does as good as you could possibly do remaking Evil Dead. I agree. Yeah, it, it's as good as an Evil Dead remake can get. Um, I still don't love it it's because not it's not Evil Dead. It's not uh, Raimi, man. Yeah, it's, it's not Sam Raimi. It's this other thing um, that we have. And, it, again, that has nothing to do with the film. The film's perfect. It's as good as it can get. Uh, I'm excited to th- for this, too, because it's more Evil Dead. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really. Um, yeah. There's a sh- there's a either. shot there's a shot really? in the trailer where she is screaming while clutching to the bathroom ceiling, and my directorial mind just like like the warning signs the you know my spidey sense turns off and it's like it holds forever, and you know they milked it even more in the movie for sure if this is what's in the trailer, and it means that the presentation. Uh, is basically just like look at the horror look at how scary this image is and that was never i mean a it was not what made evil dead good evil dead is like let's cut around and like make you really feel like this oppressive kind of pacing um right. this do- it's not the same thing it's just a franchise of like what if deadites were in this yeah also- and there's something else that bugged me about this one that i don't think is in the other remake, the 2013 remake, and it's definitely not in the Raimi ones, but they do the stupid goddamn contortionist possessed person thing in this. Yeah, and I hate exactly. that shit. Oh, they, they do a little of that in the yeah. the other remake. 
Um, and that to me just says standard. Like this might as well be Smile or some franchise that does the same. Yeah, thing. this might fun. as well be another possession of whoever so, movie. Yeah, here's what <laughs> I'll say: If you watch the R-rated, so I accidentally put the non-red band trailer in this. Okay. The red band trailer spoilers shows a scene with a cheese grater that sure. very much feels like the first remake with like needles and stuff where they're like, we're going to, it's going to be more brutal than this trailer yeah. is making it out to be. And I think that's, so, that's kind of how the, I think that's what the remake did that made it good was that it yes. really leaned into the brutality and it's like, Oh shit, this, that's hardcore. I think this is also going to do that. <clears throat> um, I think this trailer doesn't show it, but I definitely watched a trailer version of this where someone gets scalped and someone gets attacked with a cheese grater which I can't stress enough is very hard to think about. Visceral, so that yeah. I think that element will be here. Uh, that said, yeah, when she says her, your mom's with the maggots, weird note, but she sounds like Buffalo Bill a little bit. Did anybody else notice that? Your mom's with the maggots. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't think that about was how, a, That was stop. the one part of the trailer I liked. Because I was like, oh, that's mm -hmm. that's Evil Dead. That's the kind that's of shit the Dead, dead. I'd say. Yeah. Like, well, they take pleasure in the poetry of it all. <laughs> yeah. Here, what I'll say about this one is, again, I'm happy for more evil dead i'm just gonna it's the indiana jones thing i have those first three movies everything else is a bonus to me mm -hmm. uh, i don't know um it's different. that's why ash versus evil dead is so much fun because it's like yeah fuck it fuck it it is but it's um, different the dna of these movies has altered so significantly that's not true necessarily of like indiana jones which yeah mm -hmm. it's had missteps crystal school yeah. is definitely not as good as any of the other three but like it's still operating with the same kind of blueprint and plan. This well, is yeah, like was, let's just do standard horror now. The reason the 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 uh, the first remake uh, will never be good to me or good enough is because it is as good as it gets for a remake, but sure. it's still of its time. And what I mean by that is there is like the contortion stuff. Yeah, yeah. There is like a mirror scare. They're still doing the stuff that like the original Evil Dead's. Or sorry, the wrong kind of mirror scare. The original Evil Eds did mirror stuff that I had not seen in a movie before. Right. The remake just does the thing where the mirror closes uh -huh. and it's scary. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and so this looks like it has all the same problems. Like I'm not. I don't think this is going to be great. Um, I'm just happy to see more Evil Dead. I will say there is one thing in this that I'm like, whoa, why didn't they put that in Evil Dead yet? And that is the presence of a child. Yeah, um, that's true. I think if they do that right, that would be a really good component. I don't think they're going to do it right. And what I mean by doing it right is I, I that child should get possessed and have to be chopped up. <laughs> yeah. Quite frankly. Yes. The, the Evil Deads are cruel movies. That, that And I'm scared they're going to do the thing where they're like, you can't touch the child. It's untouchable. And it's like, no. Touch the child. That's what <laughs> yeah. Dave Bell <laughs> also the one thing i liked about the first remake is they also know that everybody's wondering who the ash of it is um and they play with that they do idea a lot. they do yeah yeah that's true yeah but this is i mean obviously it's the same producers it's sam raimi it's rob tapper it's mm -hmm. bruce campbell so i do have faith in it in the sense that they are overseeing it yeah. and um they oversaw the uh, uh the original remake so you know, it could always just be a, a bank account. They just dip right into, so you never right. know. But yeah, let's keep hope alive, baby. I, I'll say, watch the Red Band trailer because that gave me a little more hope than this trailer. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll do that. I'll you'll do that. do that. Later. Everybody do that. <laughs> Shall we talk about Let's producers? Let's do some more producers, some more? yeah. All right. Big thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank I, you. I, I'm less good at the second part. I have less practice. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Rev MD. Thank you so much. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse, uh, Screaming Horse New Year's Baby. Thank you so much. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Sure does. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. All right, let me leap in here. Thank you to the ghost of Dave. Ghosts are already spooky, but I forgot about Halloween Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to the midnight patron, what patrons at midnight. Thank you. Thank you to the oatmeal savage. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Drawers, Pratt Thompson, raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Tip drizzle. Thank you to Tubi Baby New Year says watch Rudger Hauer's a breed apart. Sure. Okay. <laughs> thank you to Tux. Will do. Tux. Thank you to Vincent. Vincent, thank, and thank you. And thank you to your mom. Thank you, your mom. Thank you. Last but not least. Mom. Alphabetize now. Remember that, folks. Remember that when you're thinking of a name. All right, Dave. It's yes. a new year. It's a new Dave. Yeah. Uh, which means new movies that deserve more hype. Now, you have to tell me. It's 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 the law. If I it's ask law, you yeah. if you have a movie, it's like if I ask you if, if you're a cop and I ask you if you're undercover, you have to tell me. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a movie that deserves more hype? No, Tom. No. Oh. I have four movies Yay! that deserve more hype. You Woo! son of a bitch. <laughs> this glorious. is Hype Slam 2023. Here we go. <laughs> hype Slam! Listen, they accumulated. What can I say? Oh, I, I wanted to get them all out because they're all kind of coming out all around like February. Yes. Uh, so let's let's blast through these blast. Uh, because we won't have to spend a lot of time on each one. Okay. Obviously, uh, they, I don't even have that much to say about each one, except for the last one. I have a little more to say, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but this first one is called Imaginor. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Imaginor. Yeah, you it are. Is, I've, yeah. It is from another country. Uh, it is. It is. It looks like roughly twee. What do you guys think about this trailer? It's about like a guy who goes to like a hypnotist. It's kind of a Bo is afraid situation where I was like, I'm not what certain is what this is about. The reality is being uh, fucked with for sure. Yeah, a guy goes to like a hypnotist and then his world starts changing around him. Uh, he like meets a woman. Um, everything starts kind of going through dream logic for him. And I think there's a question of like how much of it was the hypno hypnotherapist and how much is reality. Mm -hmm. um, it's what do you guys think about this? Yeah, it's definitely a nonlinear story. Like you get the yeah. feeling that the past is meshing with imagination, with real events. So we're not really sure until the end what really happened when. Uh, and that is a very hard thing to do. And to me... Bait looked on the trailer. Looking at the trailer, it's like one of those impossible trailer things to do. Like, the, like it seems like the movie is trying to do so much. Uh, that yeah. What is the trailer going to really pitch to you? Because it's got so much going on for it. But the mere fact that it's on people's radar means it's a, at least success. It's at least succeeds somewhat. You know, and that yeah. uh, that to me is like, all right, um, you got my attention. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah. Also, um, I looked it up. It is Malaysian. It is a Malaysian film. Thank Malaysia. you. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want to just throw out a country. 
Right. Uh, thank you for looking that up. Um, this is coming out uh, in February 23rd. Uh, for people who are wondering, I think it's coming on VOD. It's uh, it's it's popping up in like festivals right now. Yeah, and yeah people it, seem interested. It's in got it. a little bit of buzz behind it. Yeah. So and it, yeah. it's an interesting trailer. Um, it's it is also in its favor. It's 90 minutes as opposed to Bo oh, is Afraid. Woo! That's <laughs> so what much I'm better. talking about. So much better. So much better. Uh, Imaginer. Imaginer. Yeah. Um, the next one is called Daughter. This comes out on the 10th. Uh, that is. Uh, oh, sorry. On the 10th of February, I should note, because it's currently January. Uh, this is about a young woman who is kidnapped into a family who claim that she is their new daughter. Uh, she's obviously not happy about that fact and trying to get out of it. There also seems to be like something fucked up going on in the world or they're an apocalypse cult because they're like wearing gas masks and like like they seem like it's it seems like it's either the world is different or they're weird right uh but this... the key part is the father is played by casper van dean it sure is yeah <laughs> starship and like Troopers a gritty fame. yeah yeah that's johnny rico folks mm -hmm. from starship troopers yep. what um, i wrote down on my notes was new daughter dropped <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was thinking, oh, is this a sequel to the Danzig song? Right. That was that was my Whoa. gag. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got a little. It has a little bit of like um, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, and um, it comes at night vibes to it. Yeah. So it yeah, does. Where it, I highly suspect there's nothing out there. Yeah, it does seem them. like. I mean, obviously, Casper Van Dien is obsessed with some sort of apocalypse in the outside world, but it could be all bullshit. Um, right. Also, it seems questionable whether the other members of the family are actually related. Yeah, that's a <laughs> good There's an implication that they're all abductees. Yes. Casper's just yeah, collecting a family. He's just stealing people. <laughs> he, he saw that phrase, you don't pick your family, and he's like, the hell I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to pick them out of a crowd. Challenge yep. accepted. In a parking yeah. lot. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, it looks any interesting. Any other thoughts on this? It looks interesting. Yeah. I'll probably end up watching it. Oh, me too. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks pretty the, small, but um, you know, it definitely looks tense. It looks real tense. I'm eager to see what Casper Van Dien's got. Yeah, that's I want to see what role. he can do. Yeah, he's gonna have to yeah. play the range of like insanity. You know, like, yeah, it's gonna have to be all this solid. Yeah, daughter coming out uh, February 10th. All right, next one, Candyland. Sorry, Candy Space Land. Probably for legal reasons. Yes. Um, or for Googling reasons, this came out like two days ago. Um, and this was one that had been on my radar for a bit, but we hadn't done a hype cast. Uh, I'm on the fence about this because the reviews are all seemingly on the fence. It has very good reviews. Um, it is about truck stop sex workers uh, who then appear to have some sort of like true detective ass, ass murder thing happen. They're also getting like, attacked by jesus freaks like uh, like verbally attacked like try the people trying to save them essentially but they're clearly fucked up themselves the trailer shows a lot of real creepy guys i am gonna go ahead and say there's a lot of trigger warnings for this one i'm i i think there's at least uh some sexual violence in this uh movie so be aware of that um the reviews this is why i'm conflicted said that it's it's a very humanizing look at sex work up until it stops being that as what most like several reviews have said, which is to say like, then it becomes kind of a slasher 
And it's still like, uh, everybody seems to say it's a step in the right direction, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's perfect. Yeah, I feel like I might watch this one, um, but I'll be white knuckling my way through it. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. It looks, so far, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, 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 no. Because um, I'm in the same boat as you. I just wanted to add, like, it seems like that that criticism seems like it could be immediately the right thing to me, which is that, like, slasher film can imply two things to me. It can be implied that, you know, we're going to see a lot of sex workers die, which I think is kind of what the trailer seems to be promising, mm-hmm. which is not great. But it does seem like, you know, there's that there's shots of that crucifix that actually turns into a knife and stuff. I think we're going to get like pushback and there's going to be a lot of maybe satisfaction coming from like they're going to band together and just kill everyone oh, yeah. who's been giving them problems. And that I could be. Depending on the balance and the ratios there, I could be way into it. Yeah, and I, I would say that, like, again, people seem to overall say this movie's good. Like, when the reviews are, these are positive reviews still saying, like, yeah, I mean, all that said, it's a like, you know. And so, like, I do think ultimately this, this is going to be a very fascinating movie. It's probably going to be exactly what you say, Abe, where it's like, it's not going to end with them all, you know, getting murdered or anything, but it looks like it's going to be pretty fucked up is yeah, the best way of putting it. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be a little exploitation in there, but yeah, at the same time it's it's right. a movie about people who are often treated as being disposable. Um and it yeah. seems to be right uh really fleshing these characters out to sort of push back against that idea. Yeah, exactly. Um so I think it's hearts in the right place. Um again, I haven't seen it so I can't give a definitive you know, critique on it. Other to say that I all the trigger warnings here. Also, Bill, uh, Billy Baldwin is in there as a sheriff. One, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They thought they could hide Billy Baldwin, <laughs> but they couldn't. Uh, and he is, without a doubt, in my mind, the final boss. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is very clear. Is, without a doubt, the billiest Baldwin. Yeah, he's yeah. a sheriff who's like, a, <laughs> you know, questionable ethics, and he seems like a friend at the beginning. Yeah, he gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can see Billy Baldwin dying for sure. Um, okay, final film. Uh, Hugh Sarah. I think I'm saying that right. I think I think that's it's it's it's, uh, it's Spanish, and I'm probably fucking it right up. Uh, the Bone Woman, which terrible title. Uh, yeah. This is coming out February 16th uh, of this year. Uh, this has so many good reviews. It's not like perfect, but uh, it's at a 97% with 37 reviews. Uh, it is uh, about a woman who is uh, super pregnant, who clearly is not that into children. Uh, and she's clearly been like socially trapped and religiously trapped into this situation. And then she's like, cracking her knuckles which uh, according to reviews is like this really visceral sound design in it uh and her bones seemingly start breaking uh and she starts getting either followed or haunted by some sort of (laughs) i it's really hard to tell some sort of entity that's being compared to an ultrasound photo so it's clearly like what there's you know it's it's a elevated horror in the sense that it's about pregnancy and the expectations of motherhood uh it's you know uh, it's directed and co-written by a woman 
uh, if that helps. And it's clearly about pregnancy, uh, and it looks really fucking, I don't know, weird and fucked up. Uh, it's, um, I don't think it's going to be, th- the reviews seem to say it's not that violent, which is surprising watching this trailer, because it seems to imply that. This trailer um, is extremely intense. Yeah. It really is. I love this trailer. Yeah, it's a. this is a really good trailer. It had me it's an already extremely... uneasy, and it's yeah. just a fucking trailer, and it's the it's the bone-cracking sound design. Uh, yeah. It's so very effective, uh, and they play with it, and it's. I, I'm really looking forward to that element of the movie. And yeah. the theme is right up my alley. Like, I'm big into Pregnancy, movies with this. Yeah. Well, I'm big into the theme. Like, okay, so have you guys seen She Dies Tomorrow? Yeah, I love yeah, She Dies That also has a kind of, yes. it's a movie kind of about how motherhood displaces the previous identity of women, which I think is a pretty fucking interesting theme, to be honest. And there's yeah. not enough films about that. And this looks like it's going to dip into that, or at least it does seem to be like she's, there's so many things that they set up. Like she's into the pregnant, like she's into having a child. She's very supportive. She's building like a crib or something like that. She's like working on these, but she's like an active participant in her life. And so many elements of her life, including, you know, just like her identity uh, about like what she's going to be doing day to day, all the way down to like sex seems to be less great. um, Because like the husband is like loving, but also like, I'm worried about hurting the baby and stuff. And she's just like, God damn it. Just what the fuck? It's, I didn't turn into a new person just because I have someone inside me. And I think that's something that isn't broadcast enough. Yeah. No, at one point, I guess her, uh, like her workshop gets taken away from her. I assume to be a nursery, um, yeah, 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 it's about this like loss of identity and the idea that like, oh no, you're a mother now. That's what that's you are. That's what you are. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it is it is something that ov- very clearly in this country at least doesn't get thought about enough. Nope. And if it did, maybe this country would be a little better about this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is that yeah, having a baby, even if you want to have a baby, is this tremendous fucking sacrifice. Yeah. And it's and it doesn't have to be as much of a sacrifice as society makes it right there's a stigma um yeah yeah, and this movie is clearly about that and it also just looks really well made uh h-u-e-s-e-r-a if you want to google it not based off my fucking butchering of it um the bone woman don't just type in bone women because that'll be something entirely (laughs) different or you could do that. You'll just get skeletons, yeah. right? That's what you'll get. There. Yeah, yeah you'll just get a bunch get. of skeleton yeah. ladies. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great trailer. Instant dread. So yes, it's just immediate. Yes. Like, oh, something's you... gonna happen, and I don't want it. Yeah. To. Ooh, I don't yeah. want it. Yeah. I'm super curious about it. Based off again, reviews saying it's not that violent. Although I don't know what their version of they what might be violence... saying. They might mean bloody. Yeah, they might mean because <laughs> this trailer to um, me was violent. <laughs> Yeah, there's some bone yeah. breaks. Yeah. And there's definitely reviews vary. I'll say the the RogerEbert.com poll quote is a poignant look at the fear of becoming a bad mother. I'm like, I don't know if it's a bad mother. I think yeah. it's just a mother. A mother, yeah. That's what the trailer <laughs> yeah. seems to be suggesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it just seems like um, it just looks like a very, yeah, interesting she, look She at becomes that. haunted. It's not something she's doing. She's not like, <laughs> oh, I'm scared I'll be bad at it. I like, think it's, yeah, it's like. It's your fault for being haunted. <laughs> That's yeah. Roger Ebert, uh, <laughs> dot com is saying. Yes, not Roger Ebert, <laughs> yeah. the man. It's immortal right. spirit. 
His yeah, that'd be spirit. incredible. Um, guys, I think that that's it. I think we've done it. That's a sewed. Holy Booyah. shit! We, we just. I want to say it's like an hour and a half in, but there were yeah. so many. We fucking we, we did killed it. it. We, we really did. It, we, we did something here today. We've we had really longer something. episodes with like ten trailers. I know. So yeah. I know. Yeah. That's what you get with a, a guest like Abe Epperson. He's yeah. all business, baby. <laughs> business Abe. That's business, what we call Abe. Him. business Abe. That's Quick right. draw business Abe. I'd have to say <laughs> that Husera the Bone Woman and Transformers are my top picks of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's fair. It's hard to that gorilla, man. Mm. That gorilla. Man. Yeah. That's also, hard to top. Yeah. yeah. Hard Holy to top. Fuck. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Abe. Hey, man. Thank you, Abe. It was a pleasure. It's always a pleasure you, with you, too. You want to book in this with uh, another pitch? Yeah, yeah, I'll keep it quick. Or plug, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patreon.com slash smallbeans. Check us out. Uh, we, do a lot of, we do a lot of stuff with these guys. If, you, if you're not sure, if you've heard of the uh, uh, Star Trek The Next Futurama or Spielboys, um, you've only watched or listened, rather, to half the episodes. You got to mosey on over to Small Beans and catch the other half. So if that's news to you, check us out. At least try us on for a month and see if, if uh, you like what you see. Um, that's it. Cool. Yeah. Super cool, yeah. Super cool yeah, baby. baby. Listen, we have a Patreon, too, you know. Patreon.com slash Gamefully, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y, unemployed. Uh, you go on there, you you get uh, a lot of stuff we do with the small beans, like Star Trek The Next Futurama and Spielboys joint podcast between them we also have exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder's a maniac we also watch movies with our patrons every friday night that is the night this comes out so check it out it's it's great you'll have a great time do it um we also have a store head over to gamefinemployed.com where you can find a link to our teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts mugs stickers posters all kinds of slop so uh, slap your peepers onto that site. <laughs> slap yeah. if you want. Sloppy peepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Let's be done. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.